We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome. Voice crack there. <laughs> welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DB, TPFL. It's Friday. It's May 5th. It's not May 4th anymore. It's 2023. We have 11 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Um, hey, listen, this is this is technically like my fourth podcast in 24 hours. So voice cracking um, does not shock me whatsoever. But I am joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nada, my brother. Doing good. Another slate of baseball coming up. Nice, hefty slate here. And I'm uh, so glad to be able to come on and uh, talk to the great people in the Morning Grind crew uh, about some MLB that is really starting to take off. So, uh, man, I just I love MLB season. So glad to be here. I didn't like it on Thursday, man. I got crushed on the day slate. Um, it was not a good day slate for me. And it, I mean, that happens. And the best thing about like DFS is you can just kind of move on. 
And I didn't love the night slate, so I was like, oh, I'll just move on on Friday. And I opened up this slate, and I was like, all right, this is a, it's a solid slate. It should be a lot of fun. So, um, uh, you know, we talked about it on the podcast. I was very high on Kirby and Rodriguez, and, I mean, they both pitched bad. <laughs> I mean, they combined for nine fantasy points or something like that. And I had a couple teams with Lopez Giolito, but, like, the teams that I built with them, like, the hitters didn't do anything. Um, so it was just it was just one of those days. You know, you just chalk it up as one of those days you move on and I mean, you get right back at it. I think like the process in my head was every process that I would do again. So, I mean, I just chalk it up as a variance day and, you know, do that. Listen, I understand, man. I I have those days. I had a on the pod. I talked about some bats that I like Dansby Swanson and Wander Franco and uh, Jorge Mateo. And let me just tell you, two out of the three did absolutely nothing. And that was Dansby and, and Wander Franco. And you just have to take it and move on. And uh, so, yeah, I, I totally get it. But the, the good thing about fantasy sports is another slate is always 24 hours or less away. So he just hopped right back on that horse. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do today. We have 11 games, a lot to talk about, some potential weather spots. We'll leave that for Kevin Roth. We're going to break down all 11 games, and then we'll see what he has to say about some of these weather situations. Um, we get started with Boston at Philadelphia. This is a game that potentially has um, some weather issues, so we'll have to kind of see what, like I said, what Roth has to say. It's Wheeler against Sale. It's an eight total, and the Phillies are a 178 favorite. Any interest here in Chris Sale? Uh, I I have slight interest, Stevie. A, a lot of it is due to this price at 7,500. I think Sale is a guy that's, you know, I think he's serviceable in certain spots. Uh, Philly has been striking out a little bit this season. At 7,500, I'm, I'm willing to get in and turn this for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we're going to want to see what the weather is doing. That's obviously going to be important when we're talking about Chris Sale. Um, Philadelphia, I mean, they're a they're a below average team against left-handed pitching. They strike out 24% of the time. Their WRC plus is under 90. They have some power. I mean, and, you know, Chris Sale tends to give up some home runs. So I don't think he goes out there and throws like a clean game, but I think he goes out there and throws a solid game. Nothing like the Baltimore game where he just couldn't kind of get it going. Uh, we've seen him show some upside. And I mean, in tournaments, I, I definitely think a guy with a 26% K rate and a 12% swinging strike rate against a team that strikes out a bunch is definitely worth considering um, depending on the weather. Zach Wheeler on the other side of this game coming off of two really good starts about time. I mean, it was just a matter of time. We've known Zach Wheeler to be a above average pitcher, pretty close to like an ace type of pitcher. We saw it with the Mets before he got hurt. Um, 10, six against the Sox. I'm a Red Sox fan and I'm anything but a Homer when it comes to daily fantasy. But I also have to know, like I watched the Red Sox play more than, most teams I, you know, in major league baseball, there's not a like consistent power, but there's enough power in this lineup. They have 33 home runs. They also have the lowest strikeout rate in baseball against right-handed pitching. So fifth most home runs, lowest strikeout rate in baseball. They're I mean, against right-handed pitching. 
they're a really tough team to face with righties. And at 10-6, I think I can put Wheeler on layaway today. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, I don't I don't think he's a must play by any stretch of the imagination. I think if you look at the previous slate, we saw what they can do if they're on and the pitcher's not on, even a high strikeout pitcher. Um, you know, Kevin Gaussman just kind of got demolished early. They just, I mean, they really ran the count up on him. He just, he, he couldn't get rolling. So uh, I would place Wheeler in a similar spot here today. Not saying that he won't get any strikeouts because I definitely think he will get some, but I'm with you, man, at 10-6. I don't feel like Wheeler's in must-play in must play territory at all. Um, And just because I don't have a ton of interest in Wheeler doesn't mean I'm going to like run out and stock, stack the Red Sox here. I, I still respect how talented Wheeler is in general, so – this is one of those spots where I hope that, I mean, he gives up a couple runs. He doesn't strike out a ton of people. He just doesn't pay off the price tag. Um, I'm not going out of my way to stack Boston or even play any of the Boston bats. I mean, you could play Devers and Yoshida against anybody, really, if you wanted to. But overall, I mean, I'm not going out of my way. Duran is still cheap, but, I mean, it's Zach Wheeler. Like, he would be the cheap bat I'd look at here. But I liked it a lot more when he was, like, low threes, high twos. Yeah, I think we all did, and, and I'm with you on on the Cleveland's or not Cleveland, excuse me, the Boston bat situation. Um, really, here's how I think this game goes, Stevie. I think Wheeler goes six innings. Maybe he gives up two or three runs, and probably gets four strikeouts. Like I'm saying, I think that's kind of the area we're in here, and I don't think that's enough on the slate at all. So I I'm not playing Wheeler. I'm not really playing the Boston. And then the Philly bats, I mean, you can target some power or, I mean, Turner has upside. Sale is a guy you can run on. Castellanos, um, always someone that you can take against left-handed pitching. But, I mean, I don't want to play Harper lefty-lefty. Sale is still elite against against left-handed pitch or hitting. Um, so, I really, I mean, maybe one off or two, but I'm not going out of my way to play these guys either. Yep, same, same here. Um, I, I do feel more comfortable with one-offs from Philly than Boston, um, but I, I'm i not stacking them either. I, but, I, but I do really like Chris Sale, I think, for the price. Even though he may not be Chris Sale from four or five years ago, he's still got some stuff. Yep, want him to get it going. All right, we got Colorado at New York facing the Mets. Eight and a half total in this game. Mets, a 250 favorite. Sensatella against Senga facing off against each other. There is some potential weather in this one. Um, so watch the weather on this one as well. Starting with Sensatella coming off of the injured list here. Um, ACL. And I mean, two rehab starts, only six innings and in rehab starts. We're not playing Sensatella against the Mets, right? Like, I don't need to, like, I don't even, like, need to get into this a lot. Um, low low strikeout pitcher against a low strikeout team. I mean, I don't, I, we don't have to overthink this one, right? No. I, listen, Will, are you playing Anthony Sensatella? No. Yeah. Um, Singa at 10 2 against the Rockies coming out of cores. Um, I wish he wasn't so expensive. Why? Like, why is he so expensive? That, that's, the, that's the issue I have. He shouldn't be 10-2, Stevie. I think he should be 8,800. Like, he, should, he shouldn't be 10-2. Yeah. 
I just yeah. uh, no. I mean, I think it's a good spot, right? Good it ballpark. Is. It's a huge ballpark downgrade for the Colorado Bats. It's a good ballpark for Singa. They're coming out of Coors, where they played on Thursday, so they're traveling from Colorado to New York. I mean, just it seems like a good spot. He's thrown over 90 pitches in three of his five starts. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like the price, the price is what's keeping me off of him. And I, I mean, we have some options today that are extremely enticing in, in this price range in general. So I have not, I think he's, he's kind of like just on the verge for me and it's more of price than anything else. I, and he's 10 too, Stevie. Like the Rockies have gotten it handed to him by several pitchers. He's had some nice starts, Stevie. Like, and I'm saying nice because he hasn't hit 30 fantasy points yet. He's had a 26 point game, a 23 point game, a couple of weird ones in between. And then he had a 15 point game against Washington. He isn't really striking out too much, but they're just not scoring runs. They don't, they don't have any power and he can't rally. Like I, I'm borderline on the fade because of the price, but it's just the price. Like, I don't think he should be ten two in this spot at all. Nine K max, I think. Um, I mean, Chris Sale's seventy six hundred for crying, seventy five hundred for crying out loud, and he's had equally probably as many twenty point starts as Singa has. And you're telling me I got to pay three K more? I just I don't see it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm just really like I'm on the fence, man. I'm really on the fence. I don't like any of the Rockies bats. I, I can tell you that with certainty. It's a it's a huge downgrade for these bats um going from <laughs> cores to New York. It's one of the worst downgrades you can get in baseball. Yeah. Um so no interest in the Rockies bats for me. No, nope. Same here. Zero interest. I don't want any Rockies anything today. Um, Mets bats. I mean, I don't love the ballpark, um, but I like the I like the matchup. Sensatella is a guy that just goes out and throws a lot of flat stuff. Um, the Mets are going to put the ball in play. I mean, you get your upside with like Alonzo. Um, Nimmo is a guy that gives you some upside with his stolen base potential. I don't know if this is like a full on stack because of the ballpark, but I mean, I could see myself playing like one to three Mets here. I mean. Marte will still take off and run some too. I mean, maybe a little mini stack, Stevie. Maybe you go, yeah. go Marte Nemo and then Alonzo because of the power. Like both of those guys, Marte and Nemo could get walked or single and steal a base and, and can get brought home. So I, I like that call a ton. Uh, Tommy Pham is, is so cheap, man, at 2,700. Um, you know, he hit a home run, I think, the other day. You know, not not the same as he was when he was in St. Louis, obviously, but um, still, I think at the price, if you are going to full stack this team, you definitely want to plug in a couple of these cheap bats. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the Mets. I don't mind the, the secondary, like, mini stack of them um, by any means here. So, what's up, YouTube? I see you all talking in chat. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night. Uh, Clay Thompson is. He is on fire right now, so... Um, hope you're enjoying watching the basketball game on mute and listening to us talk baseball. Um, no, no better way to enjoy, um, the morning grind, but hope you're all having a fantastic Thursday night. We move on. We got Minnesota at 
Cleveland, eight and a half total in this game. Twins, a 126 favorite over against Battenfield in this one. Any interest in Bailey over? No. Like that was that was like a strong no too. That wasn't even like a soft no. I I'm, I I can't man. Like I if if this was any other spot, I think I'd be in. Cleveland has a couple strikeouts, but I I, I don't I don't I don't like this spot for Bailey over. Like I think I think I think the Chris Sale effect is affecting everybody else. I want to play in this area. All right, fair enough. I mean, he's been very lucky to start the season. Um, he has a five Sierra with a what 1.5 ERA, 240 Babbitt. So, I mean, 60% fly balls with no home runs allowed yet this year. I mean, and, and like 20% soft contact. I don't know, Will. I don't know. Um, I mean, he was a guy that was able to keep the ball in the ballpark pretty much last year. Um, but I mean, above average command guy with a above average changeup type of pitcher. Um, He's able to keep hitters off balance, but he, I mean, he is a fly ball guy. And I mean, this game's in Cleveland. It's not like it's the best ballpark in the world. Really, the only power you're worried about here is Rodriguez or Ramirez. Um, I don't think I play Bailey over today. Battenfield on the other side of this game. I mean, he really just hasn't been good yet. Um, you know, when we have young pitchers, you know, you want to see them at least like show some ceiling before you like start playing them or you just take shots on them early. But I mean, I don't think I want to play Peyton Battenfield. Do you? At 5,800, I do not. Um, and I'm with you, Steve. I think you talked about the points I was going to make. Like his highest scoring game was 17.9 fantasy points. Um, and he had five strikeouts in that game. Now, Minnesota has strike struck out some this season, obviously. Um, but man, they're still a potent team if they're hitting the baseball. I I think we can do better than Mr. Battenfield. I mean, if we look at his like full season in triple A last year, low strikeouts. So I'm not like I don't think this is a guy that like is gonna go out and strike out a ton of people. Um let me I say mean, this best... if Bailey Over was fifty eight hundred, I'd play him today. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if Bailey Ober was pitching against his own team, I'd play him today. Um, Cleveland yes. just doesn't strike out. Absolutely. All right, let's talk Minnesota bats. I mean, Battenfield's a very hittable pitcher. Um, oh, Minnesota yes. on the road. We have some power here. I mean, this is a team that's been very underwhelming. I, I think it's the best, like, nicest way to put it for Minnesota. You look at this lineup and it's like they should be doing better. What are your thoughts here on the Twins? My thoughts are I can stack this whole team and I can leave out uh, Byron Buxton if I so choose. So Buxton is 5,300, and it's not that I'm saying I want to leave Buxton. I'm not saying I want to. What I'm saying, Steve, is that I can, and that's the that's the really cool part about it. You've got Max Kepler, 3,700. That's a fantastic price. And I'm, I'm just talking about the bigger names right now. Carlos Correa, 4,500. Joey Gallo, 4,400. Jose Miranda uh, is 3,100. You've got Polanco, uh, 4,700. 
Um, you know, Jeffers, he's 3,300. Christian Vasquez, 31. Like, this team is very affordable, and, and I don't have to play Byron Buxton. Do I want to play Buxton? Of course I do. But I still feel comfortable leaving him off with the amount of upside we get for all the bats they have under 5K. Really like Minnesota today. Buxton's one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Don't leave him off your stack. Um, no, no, I, I didn't say I didn't say do it. I said no. I'm saying <laughs> I, I'm just making sure that I get my point out there. Byron Buxton's one of the hottest hitters in baseball, and yeah, I mean he's the first guy in my Minnesota stacks. <laughs> Like I build around the value, I hear you, um, but I use that value to make sure I get Buxton, and I, and, you know, you get some good pitching too. Because I mean, like even a guy like Joey Gallo, this is a spot like he he thrives in low strikeout pitchers. So, I mean, Buxton and Gallo would be my two main pieces, and I just build from there. I mean, this is a spot where I could see really anybody having a good game. So, um, I like Minnesota. I think they're they're up on the list today for sure. Cleveland, I mean, Jose Ramirez probably hits a home run in this game. I'm with you. Um, who's on base when that happens? Most likely Stephen Kwan. I, I here's what I can't. Well, I what I will say about Cleveland. Ahmed Rosario has not been good yet this season. He's been so bad. Uh, so I, I mean. I don't think I'm stacking Cleveland, but I but I'm with you. I don't hate Ramirez. I really wish I could get behind more Josh Bell at 3,200. Maybe Josh Bell, like just maybe, um, but definitely Quan and uh, Aaron Ramirez would be my top two. Josh pa- Bell's power is just not there yet this year. I don't know what's yeah. going on with him. Like Quan too. Quan's fine, but I mean he's another guy that you're just. You're hoping his upside is in like a three-hit game and scoring some runs and maybe stealing a base because, yeah. I mean, he's not giving you power upside. No. This is one of those spots you're like, hey, Quan, steal second and let Jose Ramirez hit a home run. What's <laughs> the third, too? Yeah. All right. Baltimore at Atlanta. Eight and a half total in this game. Braves a 210 favorite. We got Kramer against Freed. We do have a very questionable mark on Acuna. Um, he left Thursday's game with like a knee. They could err on the side of caution here. Um, let's talk Kramer first. Any interest here in Dean Kramer against a potential Acuna-less Braves? No. And that, that does mean we're going to have one, one more bat in there that's going to strike out. Acuna has been striking out a lot this season, but – Still, the answer is no. Yeah, I mean, Acuna is one of the best hitters in baseball. Um, or in like one of the best leadoff hitters in baseball. And I mean, Kramer is not really a guy that's going to take advantage of this lineup. I mean, he's a less than 20% strikeout guy, 5x FIP. I mean, this is a guy that you're likely going to play some Braves here. So, Max Freed <sighs> will. 8,200 for Max Freed. You know, last time he went out, it was he got that complete game shutout in five innings. Uh, we talked about him on the podcast that day. I don't remember if it was you or Keith or whoever it was. Um, but we Still got the, seven strikeouts, though. Yeah, we got the complete game shutout. He was pitching phenomenal. Um, I don't know how much deeper they would have let him go coming back from just kind of being banged up. Um, I mean, 
it's hard for me not to play free to 8,200 against any team. Um, Steve, Max Freed is 8,200. I know. Sanders like, Sanders like 10 2. <laughs> they, they, they failed the prices. over 7 2, 7 2. You see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I, I'm perfectly fine playing Max Freed here. Big, like, this is one of my favorite plays on DraftKings, period. Yeah. Like, he's got, he's like the best value on the board to me. And he's 8,200. He, he should be probably 9,500. And he's 8,200. I, I love him. He's just too cheap. At the end of the day, like, it's a tough matchup. Baltimore, they are not a bad team against left-handed pitching. I oh. mean, Rutschman, Mountcastle, Mateo, they all have power um, against left-handed pitching. So, I just, I mean, he's just one of those, like, he's a price play for me. At the end of the day, he's just a price play. Um, talk to me here. Any interest in the Baltimore Bats? If so, it would mainly be like one-offs. Uh, he could definitely give up a home run, but typically he doesn't. Like he's he's, he's heavy ground ball guy, so I'm I'm probably going to avoid Baltimore today, especially you know now the prices are catching up. Uh, like you see, Rutschman's fifty-five hundred. You know, Mullins is sixty-one hundred. Um, you know, even Mountcastle, like his price is coming. He's forty-eight hundred. Stevie, the good old days when I used to be able to play Mountcastle for thirty-five hundred are gone. Like. They're just gone. So I, I don't I think I'm gonna be very limited in my Baltimore exposure, if any, today. It's kind of where I'm at. I mean, they're probably like a stack or fade team for me. I, I mean, I, I don't really see an in-between for them. Stack or fade yeah. team for me today. Um, Atlanta Bats. I mean, I like the stack. If Acuna doesn't play, the stack just gets so much cheaper. Um, in general. I, I think like I think Olsen's one of the top hitters on the entire slate today. Um, Kramer has not been good against left-handed pitching, and Olsen is just – he's just really good. Um, So, I I mean, I definitely want to target lefties more. But, I mean, really, this guy gives up a ton of fly balls and hard contact to both sides of the plate. So, anybody that cracks the lineup for Atlanta today, I'm going to be interested in. Yeah, for sure. Um, And like you said, if Acuna's out – which we're most likely probably going to get Rosario anyway, who's already like 2,700. So he's probably going to most likely going to be in the lineup. Ozuna's for sure going to play at, at 2,600. Uh, we'll probably get Grissom, I'm assuming. Uh, Grissom will probably play. Uh, Sean Murphy will probably play. I wonder if they run Adrian's out there today. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure who the who maybe the extra bat is. I'm trying, Sam Hilliard probably Sam Hilliard might actually be the extra bat that plays today, or Kevin Pillar. Kevin Pillar played today. Either way, Stevie, all these bats I'm naming outside of Riley and Olsen, they're like 3K and 2K bats. Like this is going to be a fun team to stack if Acuna sits. I mean Rosario just keeps he just I mean he's just way too cheap. Um, yeah, and it, it should be Hillard. That plays. Um, yeah. I don't know. Zuno's hitting home runs all of a sudden. So, yeah. But yeah, get another one today. Yeah, I mean, if Harris comes back, um, he was available off the bench Thursday. So, like, if Harris comes back, he could be potentially be up towards the top of the lineup. He might hit leadoff um, if Acuna doesn't play. I, I would assume that, like, I would assume Rosario or Harris hits leadoff if Acuna doesn't play. Right? Um, I don't think they hit Albie's leadoff. I no, 
I don't think so because Albies they've kind of kept him in that five six hole. It's really working for him though. Yeah, like he's hitting yeah. well this year. Yeah. You know? So I don't I don't think we want to I don't think we want to mess that up. Rosario leadoff would be so nice, or I mean, really, oh, either one of these guys. Rosario could though. Remember, he used to lead off in Minnesota a little bit. Yep. Like that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. All right, we got Oakland at Kansas City taking on the Royals, two of the worst baseball teams in baseball. Nine total. The Royals are a 160 favorite. We got Keller and Moeller facing off against each other here. Um, Any interest in Kyle Moeller? I mean, Stevie, I I don't really want to have interest. Wow, what a trade the Braves pulled off to send him to Oakland. I just, whoo. Wow, geniuses. Um, even though even though Kansas City's been bad, I don't think I'm playing Muller. Well, they're better against lefties. I mean, they're really bad against righties. Um, they're a little bit better against lefties. I'm not saying they're, like, top 10 or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, I mean, they're coming off of a great game against Rodriguez, too. They're hitting the ball really well. But, they, I mean, they have, like, Dozier and Duffy, um, Oliveris, like, all these guys that, like, they can platoon in against um against left-handed pitching and they um they just called up michael garcia right so uh, another right-handed bat that's going to potentially be in the lineup so i don't think i'd do it on moeller he really just hasn't shown any type of ceiling yet um in general so um i'm probably i'm probably out on this one and then the the question mark here is are we taking some shots on brad keller at 6600 going up against this team I think you take some shots, Stevie. Um, you don't feel good about it. No, you don't. But I, it is Oakland. So he, so here's what we're not doing, Stevie, that, that people may not realize. We're not taking left-handed pitchers against Oakland, believe it or not. They're hitting way better than lefties. Like, it's absurd. Same thing for Houston. Righties, big-time problems. Uh, so Keller at 6,600. I mean, if, if if I was ever going to play Brad Keller, Stevie, like this is the spot. You don't feel good about it. I don't mind taking some shots. Honestly, I like the offenses in this game. I, I like it. Just sounds bad coming out of my mouth, but I mean, two like below average pitchers, two terrible bullpens, really cheap hitters. Like, I don't know, Will. Like, I I could get behind playing some of these bats on both sides, really. Like. You know, Rooker, let's start with Oakland. Rooker, Rooker would be like my favorite for by like by far um, from Oakland. And then like, then I'm looking at the cheap guys. I'm looking at like guys like Tony Kemp, who, I mean, he can still run. So he's a guy that has some potential upside in that aspect. Um, Loriano, he's a guy that can run if he gets on base. So, I, I mean, you're not lighting the world on fire with Oakland, but I mean, they're cheap. Ruiz has been really good here recently at 3,100 outfield eligible. Um, so I don't, I'm not full stacking, but I could see myself using like a three man stack from like really any, either side of this game. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. Um, Keller walks people at such a high clip too, that like, if you get any of these fast guys on base and they actually try to do something, um, it could really work out. Yeah. Cause then at that point, you could get, for as an example, Stevie, a bloop single, a steal, a bloop single, come home. Like, right? Like, you know, 
and then a steal, and then maybe another bloop set. Like, these guys could rack up the points. I'm with you 100%. Uh, one of the things that I do like, and I mean, this guy, he's becoming probably a little bit more popular, and that's Pascantino. Like, he's a guy, even at 3,900, like, he's been been hitting pretty well. So I, I don't hate him. I know it's lefty-lefty, but I don't, I don't really care. Like, he's been he's been okay this season. So uh, I like him at 3,900. That was Kansas City, right? Um, yes. No, yeah, I mean – Kansas City, my favorite hitter is going to be Bobby Witt Jr. Um, and Perez. Bobby Witt Jr. is hitting. Like, it, it's finally starting to happen. And he is a guy that kind of started slow when he got called up last year. When he was up, I don't remember if he started the season or not. But um, he started slow. And, yeah, he is in a great spot. I think Perez is always a great pivot off of, you know, Smith and Rutschman towards the top. And, like, Perez, honestly, like, now – is a lot cheaper um yes. 4300 so way cheaper not as hard to fit salvi in anymore um at this price point so i, I definitely could see myself taking shots on salvador mm-hmm. perez as well you don't feel good but i mean if you just think about how bad the bullpens are and like how much these two pitchers have struggled with everything command in general um it just seems like one of those spots that could really kind of pay off as like a secondary cheap stack or a two one check, like just bats from both sides, just kind of filling in lineups here. So see how it works out. We always do Detroit yeah. at St. Louis is where we go next. Um, some potential weather here, but when I was looking at it earlier, it didn't seem like to be anything crazy. Um, Montgomery and Boyd facing off in this one. And this game's at an eight and a half with the Cardinals, a two forty five favorite. Any interest here in Matthew Boyd? Mm. So, Steve, so here's the here's the kicker. Believe it or not, St. Louis against left-handed pitching this season, they've been rough. They've been rough. Right-handed pitching, they've caused big problems. I sneakily like Matthew Boyd in this spot. Wait, what, what metrics are you looking at? The Cardinals are top 10 in like every statistic against left-handed pitching this year. I'm just, I listen, I li- talk to me chief because the Cardinals are one of my favorite stacks today. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk to me here. Give me a second. All right. I'll, I'll give you perhaps, a second. But... Perhaps I misread this. <laughs> okay. I, no, I hope no, I haven't actually like, All so, right. so Goldsmith's okay. Gorman's okay. But new bar against lefties. 26.7% K rate. Arenado's at 22. Contreras is at 33. O'Neill's at 33. Donovan's at 26.7. What's happening is they've got like four other guys that have like 10% K rates. These other bats are like awful right now. And, and there's no power against lefties. I'm and, and it's it's crazy because I saw the rates and I still said, well, they're probably gonna demolish. Uh, I think it was – which lefty did they – it was Pablo Sandoval earlier this week. And I said, oh, man, they ought to handle Sandoval. And I ignored what I saw. And, of course, Sandoval went out there and just everything was fine. I, I, I'm i sneakily going to be playing some boy at 6,100. He's, he's got a real tick down uh, in price because of the St. Louis matchup. And I'm not saying Matthew Boyd's elite. I'm saying that 6,100 – that's 300 more than our guy here from, from Cleveland, Battenfield, who we're not playing, and he has more strikeout stuff. 
I I like Matthew Boyd today at sixty one hundred. That makes one of us. Um, I hear I hear you. Um, I don't always have to agree. We don't. Like, yeah, we're friends. Exactly. We're friends. Exactly. Um, I think you're crazy here, and that's fine. <laughs> um, Boyd's awful. He has a three fifty woba against righties. He gives up forty five percent fly balls on thirty seven percent hard contact. Um, I hear what you're saying, but there's this guy named Paul Goldschmidt. There's this other guy named Contreras, and there's this other guy named Arnado. They're three of the best hitters against left-handed pitching in baseball for the last three years. So, um, and like DeJong is back. They called O'Neill back up. Like, I don't even think Newt Bar plays in this game or starts in this game. Um, you know, just because like they have so many right-handed hitters now in this lineup that they don't really need Newt Bar here. So I, I personally don't agree with you. I love the Cardinals stack today. They're one of my favorite stacks on the slate. I have them written down as like a top three stack today. Um, so they're definitely going to be a team I'm looking at in like my three entry builds. So DeJong 2700 is just ridiculously cheap. But um, let's go to the other side of this game. Jordan Montgomery. Um, you want to talk about a team that's been bad against left-handed pitching. We can talk the Tigers. Uh, 28% Ks as a team, the highest in baseball against left-handed pitching. Or second highest, sorry. I keep forgetting that the Giants and the Brewers strike out a, a, a gazillion times against left-handed pitching this year. So the third highest. Um, I mean, you just look at this Detroit lineup and you look at the projected lineup and you look at them against lefties on plate IQ. It's just a it's a it's just red. It's red. Boom. Red. That's Boom. all it is. It's, it's so red. <laughs> so, and, and you can tell that the Joey Lucchese, who just let us down big time a couple of days ago. Yeah. But that's okay. Like I'm not. I'm not sweating it. It's right back to the well. Jordan Montgomery, one of the top plays of the day at 8,600 for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think he goes out and puts up like 20 to 25 points. Yeah. Um, it's very rare that Montgomery goes out and throws like 30 plus points in a game. And he did it against Milwaukee and same type of strikeout upside here going up against Detroit. Um, but I mean, Milwaukee's just been, they've been a team that just cannot hit left-handed pitching this year. So yeah, um, I think Montgomery goes out and throws six or seven innings. Um and just has a, a quality start here. And I think at 8,600, that's fine today. Yep. Five or six strikeouts. Mont Montgomery and Freed feel like the, the best or a good pairing to me today. Both in that low to mid 8K range, you can get the bats that you want. If that becomes chalky, though, I'll probably get away from it a little bit. But that, that feels like what might be the chalk pairing, considering Wheeler and Singer, like above 10K. Chris Sale's probably going to make the list too. That's probably the pairing. Montgomery, Sale, Freed. That grouping, I think, because I don't think a lot of people are going to play um, Kershaw today, for what it's worth. There's, I mean, there's a, there's a couple pitchers that are just way underpriced today that we haven't even talked about yet um, that we'll eventually get to. And I mean, it's an eleven game slate. You're gonna need you're gonna need some ceiling from your pitchers on a slate like this. I mean, there's too many there's too many like potential spots. Um, um bats. Anything on the Tigers standing out to you? Javi Baez hit his first home run of the season the other day. But he's he's so that's the crazy thing about Javi. He's been striking out a lot of lefties this season, which last year he didn't. So it's like maybe he comes around. But this team is awful. This left handed pitch. I'm, I'm not playing any Tigers today. Miggy's questionable. He's hurt. Um, he gosh, just retire, buddy. You have had a Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame career. Just yeah. 
I think it, it's just time. It's time to call it quits. Yeah, um, is he like chasing some type of milestone? I haven't looked into it or not, but um, and he's not hurt. He's sick, but I don't know if he's like chasing a milestone. Someone in chat, like, is Miggy chasing a milestone? I'm I'm just curious now. Hey, um, do you have any interest in the Cardinals bats, Will? I don't want to stack the Cardinals, but that doesn't mean I can't one off the Cardinals. I mean, look, I, I don't mind Goldsmith. Um, you know, like, look, the Cardinals to me are that they're a one-off team today because I, I do probably have a lot more interest in Boyd than anybody else in the industry, and I'm probably going to pay for it, but that's okay. But I, I don't mind one off in the Cardinals for sure. Uh, who's your Who's your favorite stack today, Will? I'm just curious. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. It's the Braves. I'm staying at home this can I Can I get some jelly beans on the Cardinals outscoring the Braves today? Sure. I already owe you some anyway, so... I'll have to – well, well. either I'll give them to you when you come to Darlington or I'll ship them out. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> it's just more fun than anything else. I Like, I love the – I love the Braves today too. I just – I'm very high on the Cardinals today. Um, all right, we're moving on. We got Texas Adelaide taking on the Angels. Texas, yeah, Texas and Angels facing off. We got Eovaldi against Anderson in this one today. I'm not seeing a line. Um, I'm seeing multiple reports that says Eovaldi and then some of the books have Dunning, probably why we're not getting a line in this game, but I think it's going to be Eovaldi. Uh, let's start with Eovaldi. Any interest in him in this spot going up against the Angels after coming off of a complete game shutout against the Yankees? Uh, slight. So the thing is, you know, Eovaldi went 113 pitches. Um... I, I do think he can still get there. I have less interest in Eovaldi than I do Freed and uh, Montgomery, for what it's worth. But Eovaldi's still on the list. Like I, I'm not taking him off the, the list. He goes in the he goes into the pool for sure at less ownership than Montgomery and Freed. I think we saw the ceiling game last yeah, time out. Absolutely, um, and I don't think he does it again here, but. There are, for what it's worth, there is a lot of strikeouts on the bottom half of this Angels lineup. So I could see him maybe struggling with like Otani, Trout, Renfro, area, like area, and then just kind of dominating the bottom half. So, I mean, 
potentially in play just because the bottom half of this lineup is not great. So he's okay. He's okay. He's not my favorite. Um, I would I would pay up for a guy that we're going to talk about here in a couple games um, that I, I think is just way too cheap today. But Tyler Anderson on the other side of this game, I mean, coming another guy that's coming off of a really solid start. But again, we just got done talking about like how bad the Brewers are against left-handed pitching this year. And that start was against the Brew Crew. Texas is really close to a top 10 team against left-handed pitching this year. I don't think this is a spot that I can play or even trust Anderson. Nope, not at all. Yeah, I mean, the guy's sitting at a 6x FIP on the season, 15% Ks. Um, anytime you see like a, an XFIP that high, you're like, eh, probably not going to do that. Uh, any interest in the Texas bats today? Yeah, I, I actually have interest in Texas, Stevie. I like what we have here. Um, you know, look, Mr. Garcia, he's 5,700. Uh, you talk about paying up, like he, he would be a guy that you pay up for to be a little bit contrarian. I don't think we see a lot of people on this Texas team today. Uh, if so, Marcus Simeon is probably going to be the guy that everyone gravitates to. Jung, Stevie, still sitting down here at 3,800, a guy that's got some power. Uh, he's had two massive games within the past four or five days, so uh, I like him a ton. Uh, I don't hate getting in on uh, uh, Josh Heim as well. Jonah Heim, excuse me. He's 3,900. Like, I think even if you're not full stack in Texas, I think you can get some some three-man some three, some three man stacks going big time. Uh, Heim and, and Jung, to me, are a really good place today for those prices. Yeah, I like Heim and um, Jung as well. Um, I don't mind the Garcia or Simeon call. They're just expensive. Um, they're just expensive. I mean, there's nothing wrong with playing these guys. They're just way more expensive than, you know, taking shots on these guys. And I mean, I think Duran is someone in, or Duran is someone interesting at shortstop. He's 2,700. Mm-hmm. If I'm right about the Cardinals, I think Paul DeJong is going to get, you know, pretty solid ownership today because how, uh, how cheap he is. So Duran might be, a good pivot and he's shown some upside here recently. Um, so getting a above or below average lefty, I think he's, he's in play today. Um, the angels, this is why one of those reasons that I think Eovaldi is just kind of like, okay today. It's like, I mean, you can take Otani Renfro or trout, but like those guys are, they're so expensive that I don't see how you're going to three man them and like your pitching today. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm with you 100%. And, I'm, and I, if I play the Angels, it's just one-offs. But I don't think I get to the Angels today, Stevie. I think I think I side with um, with Eovaldi, and, and I let it ride. All right. Before we go to San Diego, Will, tell the people, man. You got you got a pick'em show that's happening. Take your pick'em. Monday through Friday, correct? Um, that's happening here at Rotor Grinders. Like, I didn't. I, I wanted to bury it because, like, we got everybody's attention now. Like, tell them what's going on. Yeah, so it's it's the Take Your Pick'em show with it, slash podcast. You can you can get it on audio only as well. Monday through Friday, weekdays, ten thirty a.m. and we go live crisply. And I just made that word up crisply at uh, at at ten thirty. Um, you know, we got a couple segments, words of wisdom. If you want to just come and get motivated and nothing else, we'll throw that at you. We talk some plays from the pick'em sites, whether it be underdog price picks, you know, sleeper, uh, vivid, you name it. 
Uh, you know, we just talk through plays, talk through a little bit of process, uh, try to give a recap of the day so everybody knows kind of how we're tracking for, for the month. And we just do it to help the people, man. So come hang out. It's a bunch of fun. Uh, we have a little live chat, just like Grinders Live. So if you want to come in and ask a question or two or get my perspective on a play, please feel free. But uh, it's, it's taken off. Uh, so thankful to be able to, to provide this type of content to you guys and appreciate the space. Yeah, man. If if you have listened to the Morning Grind, you know that Chief is is the real deal. Um, go support this show. Go Go support this show. All right, moving to San Diego. We got the Dodgers and the Padres, seven and a half total. Pick them game, really. Um, some books have it like Dodgers minus 120. Minus 120 in baseball, to me, is still really close to a pick them. We got Kershaw and Darvish facing off in this one. Kershaw is 10-8. Dude, this guy looks fantastic this season. If you have future bets on Kershaw to win the Cy Young, you feel really good because he was very plus money um to to start the season san diego is a tough team on paper they haven't put it all together this year um dude i want to open this slate and see no ownership on kershaw so i can fire some you know clayton kershaw against san diego here so i'm gonna play devil's advocate in reverse stevie uh you'll you'll know where this is going shortly Clayton Kershaw just had a, I mean, a massive game on April 29th. I, I wonder who he faced in that game. Clayton Kershaw is way better <laughs> at throwing. Okay, you just listen. You were just. I'm gonna stop you to help you. Um, <laughs> Different stratospheres of pitchers. I understand. I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna help you really quick because. Um, that is that is don't don't compare Clayton Kershaw, future Hall of Famer, to Matthew Boyd, future living in a three bedroom, two bath house. Uh, Matthew Boyd, don't don't do listen, that to yourself. Listen, listen. I just got done saying like pumping your new show and saying how good you are. Don't go out and compare Matthew Boyd and Clayton Kershaw against like to each other, folks. Please, isn't this great content? Hit the thumbs up for the, for the morning grind pod and subscribe. We're trying to get, get yeah for ready. for people stacking St. Louis today and not playing Matthew <laughs> Boyd over Clayton Kershaw. No, that's not what this is. But case in point, Clayton Kershaw has been pitching really well. And you know when I mentioned earlier that I, I didn't think Kershaw was going to get a lot of ownership today, I, I I'm wondering. If, so here's what I think happened, Stevie. I think we have two camps. I think we have the game log camp. Those are the guys that play Kershaw. And I think we have the DFS camp where maybe guys kind of shy away because they want to try and load up on some bats. And so they don't play him as much. Do you get what I'm saying? But look, man, he's been good. I've attacked, you know, San Diego a couple times this season with pitchers already. Like It's like I think I've said, I think I even said this on one of the shows, a lot of name value on that team. But once again, as you said so eloquently here, earlier they haven't quite put it together like Soto doesn't strike out a lot and you know uh xander's not going to strike out a ton but a lot of these other guys steve they've been all over the map so i'm with you i like kershaw at 10-8 i do want to see where the ownership comes out and i'll adjust my my scripts accordingly yeah um i think kershaw is a great tournament option here um darvish on the other side of this game 
I mean, we've we've been talking about. It, I feel like a lot over the last like week, and just saying like the the Dodgers are not the same team on paper, but they're just as good. I mean, they're second best team with WRC plus in baseball against random pitching this season. Um, I mean, they just keep hitting. So I don't think this is a spot I want to play Darvish. Yeah, I'm with you. So, so I will say this. Earlier this season, Stevie, the Dodgers were kind of, in my opinion, kind of like San Diego. It just wasn't something was missing. And then Outman kind of came on and, you know, Mookie's back. And so now it feels like everything's kind of kind of turning a little bit. So I'm with you. Um, I, I'm, I'm not playing you at 9,800 today. And that doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to be stacking the Dodgers here. Um, I could one off like a, a Max Muncy or a Freddie Freeman, but the Dodgers are expensive. They're going to be a really tough team to like fully stack. So um, I don't think that like I'm going to pull the trigger on fully stacking them, but I don't mind some one off like power bats here. Lefty power. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Um, I think my favorite bat might still be Outman at 4,300. Uh, just because of the price. But that, that's more of a price play. Obviously, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman are in a different class. Uh, but I, I I do like him a good bit. Muncie's still 5,300, but you can get Outman. Uh, you can get uh, David Peralta for 2,500, Hayward for 3K. Like, if you decide that you want to stack the Dodgers, I, I still like those cheap pieces for sure. Uh, before we move on to the Washington-Arizona game, um, someone in YouTube chat just posted that Dane Dunning is the new listed starter for Texas. We're oh, not playing man. Dane Dunning, and I think the Angels are way more interesting now um, than they were when we were talking about it a minute ago. Yeah, how how much is Dunning, by the way? 6,100. Oh, well, I like him better than Matthew Boyd now, if that helps. You like him better? Yeah. Okay, but I'm, you're I'm just not, trying to get off the Matthew Boyd train, and I understand. No, that. no, no. I'm, I'm not, but I'm not playing. I'm not going to play Dane today because he's not. He wasn't our primary discussion. No, I mean he's not throwing deep into games. Um, yeah. I mean he's just kind of filling in for Degrom. So, and he's been very, very lucky this year. His BABIP's under 200. Um, so yeah, I mean overall, I, I don't want to play Dunning, and I think like Dunning's a guy that really didn't i mean he's a 20 percent strikeout guy when he started a lot last year um so i i definitely could see using the angels a little bit more with dunning pitching thank you whoever posted that uh, sean thank you for posting it all right washington at arizona Good great thing about like doing live shows now too like we wouldn't have saw that had we not been doing live and been able to talk about it. so um thank you youtube Washington at Arizona, eight and a half total in this game. Kelly and Gray, Diamondbacks, a 180 favorites. Uh, any interest here in Josiah Gray? No. You have interest in Matthew Boyd, but you don't have interest in Josiah Gray? Listen, man, Arizona, and it's as bad as it's, it's crazy as it sounds, Arizona and Washington. They're just not striking out. I don't think he has enough upside to get there. I just, I don't, I don't see He's it. Sixty four hundred. What is what upside does he need? He twenty to twenty five is fine. He may not get that today. All right. Okay. I hear you. Arizona is a low strikeout team. You're not wrong. Um, I'm going to check really quick and see if they've announced if the roof is going to be open or not. 
Um, because that could change my mind a little bit. I get it. Okay, so the roof is gonna be open. I mean, plays way more as a hitter's ballpark with this roof open for what it's worth. Josiah Gray. There are some advanced metrics that say like he's gonna come back down to planet Earth eventually. I mean, he's just been really solid. Um, I mean, this is a guy we talk about low strikeout teams. We just watched him strike out nine Mets, um, you know, two starts ago. And I mean, he's yeah. been pitching well. He really hasn't gotten blown up. He hasn't allowed more than two earned runs since the Atlanta start, his first start of the season. So I think Josiah Gray is okay at 6,400. I think he's better than Matthew Boyd um, <laughs> for what it's worth. But I think like, I could see him going like 18 to 22 points here. Um, the roof being open definitely hurts it a little bit. Cause I mean, it's going to be the best hitting conditions on the slate with the roof open. Um, so that's the only like downside is the ballpark plays way better. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Um, the other side of this game, we got Merrill Kelly. I mean, two really i mean they're i mean if you're if you're in the arizona area and you just want to watch a lot of baseballs be put into play that might not be great <laughs> this is the game for you um any interest in merrill kelly here uh, nah, I, don't, I don't want to play merrill kelly either i probably like kelly a little bit better than gray just because washington so washington is like arizona but they can't score any runs like it's 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 so bad dealing with Washington. Like they're just such a bad team. I probably I have more interest in Kelly than I do Gray, but I really don't want to play play either of these guys. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Yeah, I mean, they're both really cheap. And if you just yeah. end up in this range and you're like, hey, I'm just going to try to... I, I want to be on the right side of the Babbitt, right, at the end of the day. And, like, I want the pitcher that's going to win this game. Like, I, I think you could take shots on either one of these guys, but you're not going to go out and get... 10 strikeouts from either one of these guys either um washington bat and like okay and if carol's out too um he did pinch run on wednesday and they had an extra day off so i would assume he's back in the lineup here but if he's out again like that definitely hurts the lineup enough where Absolutely. i think gray is even more interesting but washington is extremely cheap is there any of these bats that you like against kelly man i wish kelly was a lefty i could i could have squeezed my boy joey Manessis in there but 
at 3K, which, I mean, maybe you could play call at 2,800. He, he walked it off today. I just – maybe Dwight Smith, Dominic Smith. I, I, don't, I don't want to play these guys, Steve. Like, listen, here, here, here's how the, here's, here are the Washington Nationals in a nutshell. Three men on base, no outs, Stevie. In that scenario, and I feel like in any other team in baseball, they're going to score a run. At least one run, right? Three on, no outs. Stevie, they scored zero runs with three on and no outs. I, it was, I, I couldn't believe it. That's the Washington Nationals team in a nutshell. I just, I just can't do it. I mean, you can't stack them. There, there's just not, there's no upside whatsoever. Zero. I mean, you could. I think you can one off like Candelario. He's cheap. He has a two fifteen ISO against right into pitching this season. He hits the ball up in the air a lot. I think you can one off him. Um, or Dom Smith. But I mean, the problem with like one offing um, Dominic Smith, he's super cheap at twenty one hundred. But like you're using a first base spot, and I mean, there's just not been any power this year. Yeah. We know like historically there's been more power though. Um Arizona bats. Any interest in the Arizona bats here? Arizona, I don't hate one offs. Once again, I don't really want to and really I probably should be stacking against Gray because if he has a meltdown, the home runs will be there. So I probably should be stacking, but uh, I'm not gonna sweat it like that. Like, you know, March is fifty four hundred, very expensive. I'm not really worried about him. If Pavin Smith makes the lineup, Steve, I will say I will have some Pavin Smith interest at 3,400 if he cracks the lineup. Perdomo has been just doing his thing this year. Um, he's 3,800. The dude's hitting over 400. Um, yeah. 409 just, to be exact. Yeah, he just keeps doing it. Like um, He's just doing his thing. So I definitely have some interest. Like if I'm playing guys, like, okay, I, I said it. Like I said that I don't mind gray, but like I, I, like I said, like his, his advanced numbers scream regression, like just scream it. Um, so getting a guy like um, Walker or Gary L or Perdomo, like Smith, I mean, there, there's upside. Josiah gray is giving up 50% fly balls to lefties. So eventually those, you assume those are going to turn into some home runs looking at like his historic data here. Yeah. All right, Houston at Seattle. Seattle was a team that disappointed a little bit on Thursday. Thought they would do better. We got Javier against Castillo, seven total. Mariners, a uh, 146 favorite. Lowest total on this slate. There's no other seven totals on the slate. So Vegas sink, and this is going to be the lowest scoring game on the slate. Um, any interest here in Christian Javier at 9,700? I have some interest, Stevie. Um, you should. Seattle, I mean, man, big time K rates to rise this season. Uh, definitely Mitch, missing Mitch Hanniger, uh to keep that K rate a little bit lower. It, it, they've just been, I mean, gosh, man, pitchers have been having their way with them, and I, I don't see any reason for Javier to not end up in that camp. Definitely one of the top pitchers here. Um, feel like feel like he should get 20 to 25 fantasy points easily. Yeah, I mean, his upside is big in this spot. There's downside. He'll give up a home run or two. Or three, yep. uh, but I mean, this is a spot he could strike out ten. So, 
I think he has to be on the list today for sure. Seattle, I mean, they have a plenty of power. They just, like you said, they strike out so much. Um, there's four, five, six guys in this lineup with strikeout rates over um, 30% against right and pitching this year. And Luis Castillo at 10K, I mean, he's one of my favorite pitchers. He hasn't been pitching great recently, but Houston is just not as good this year as no. years past. And I mean, Altuve is getting closer and closer. And like when he comes back, I think he makes a huge difference in this lineup. But I mean, Bregman's just not getting it going. Alvarez is the guy you're worried about the most. But I think this is a spot Castillo could go out and have a really strong start. Yeah, I like Castillo. So Stevie, and I think people, if you don't look at the numbers kind of as they're progressing, you don't even realize it because, you know, Houston still kind of, I think, has name value in terms of their team. But they've been striking out against right-handed pitching this year. I've used several pitches against them. 23.5%. Yeah. So I I like Castillo. Uh, he's definitely on my list in the upper tier because he's at 10K. Uh, so I definitely think I'd get a sprinkle of him. Once again, I think the 8K range is my favorite range today. Don't get me wrong. But Castillo and Kershaw, if I had to go all the way up, those would be my guys. And then it's definitely um, Javier in the 9K range. So – I, but once again, like Castillo today, Houston's not the same team right now. Don't worry, my boy Michael Brantley will be back. And so will Altuve, and I'm sure that's going to help him turn it around. But right now, we go with what we have today. Castillo gets played. All right. Um, dude, I don't like any bats from Houston today. Like, you could play Alvarez if you wanted to as a one-off on any slate, but I don't think I'm going to do it. Not doing it. Negativo. I don't mind Seattle is like a stack. If Javier is going to be someone we're using a bunch, like he gives up home runs. Uh, there's, I mean, I forgot to make my Jose Abreu single joke. <laughs> um, I, I think, Seattle, I mean, Seattle just has so much power that they can win any slate. Um, so I don't mind stacking Seattle as like a really low owned, like hedge stack type of build. Um, I mean, they're, they're not overly expensive. They have a ton of ceiling. So I don't mind, you know, looking at this team today in large field tournaments. Yeah, I mean, living the hedge life. I'm not hedging with them today. Yeah. Um, but oh, I, it's straight hedge. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. All right, we finish it out with Milwaukee at San Francisco. We got Burns against Sean Manaya today. Eight total. Brewers are one forty six favorites. Um. Let's start with Burns, 9,300 on DraftKings, 10-8, second highest price pitcher on FanDuel behind Clayton Kershaw. Um, I've been hinting at a pitcher I think is underpriced with Max Freed today, and that's Corbin Burns. He really hasn't come out and like dominated anybody, but the Giants are such a high strikeout team that it's hard for me not to have interest in Burns at 9,300. Man, I... Oh, I mean, there's a ton of downside. This lineup hits a ton of home runs. Yeah, I get it, man. I, I think I think I'm just in the camp where if Burns comes out and gets 36 fantasy points today, like he did against Arizona, I wash my hands. I say, hey, he got me. I lose. Um, fully acknowledging that, God, San Francisco, man, strikeouts galore this season. Um, the more I think about it, man, at San Francisco, I probably get him in a few lineups. I, I don't want to go overboard because I, I, I do think I'm with you. Like, I think the 
I don't I don't want to say complete downside against this team, but I think it's more of him possibly not getting the upside. Like if he hits 20 fan, if he hits 18 fantasy points, like that might not be enough today. And it's not. Yeah. Not so on a loving game slate. Yeah. So that that's really where I am with Burns. No, and it, I mean it's fair. Like on FanDuel, he's so expensive you don't have to worry about it. But on DraftKings, yeah. at ninety three hundred for a guy that's capable of thirty five plus forty plus points, like um, the price is just—I think the price is too cheap for Burns. And honestly, the the other side of this game, Sean Mania has been atrocious and gets one of the best matchups in baseball against the Brewers and lefties, like. Do we take, do, dare I say, we take some shots here on Sean Mania at 5,600 in large field tournaments? Stevie, I mean, if we're going with our theme, I don't like Sean Mania for what it's worth. But if we're going to do it, take him today. Yeah, we this will, is the spot. Will, if you're going to play Sean Mania, yeah. you circled this matchup. Like, you just, you just circled it, and you're like, all right, here we go. Uh, because, I mean, they just don't have any power against left-handed pitching Contreras sure you could you could say that and then uh the young kid they have what is it Weimer has been good against lefties this season but I mean they like gosh will like Yelich Winker Adamas Adamas has a 50% K rate against lefties this year like yeah if there was ever a time if there was ever a time to play Sean Mania 5600 against the worst team in baseball against left-handed pitching this year the Milwaukee Brewers definitely get your sprinkles in today. I, I'm not saying load up and, and kill your tournament. No. I'm saying, I mean, maybe look at where the ownership is. Steve, if he comes in at five percent, maybe I go 12, 10 to 12. Like, I would I'm be looking, at 20% in a 20 inch max. If he was five percent owned, I would be at 20 or 25 percent. That's like, I, I would want to get four or five times the field in a 20 inch max. Yeah, so for instance. If Manaya gets 18 points today, we're celebrating. That's great. Yep. He's 5,600. And now maybe if we play Kershaw, if we play Castillo, one of those guys, if we've done something like that, if our other pitcher gets anywhere near 30 and the bats go off, we got a shot at the end of the night. Like this, this is Manaya's for sure in play at 5,600. All right. Sean Manaya's bad. <laughs> Is there anybody that we want to play here for the Brewers? (laughs) I love fantasy baseball. I love breaking it down because, like, you're like, hey, this guy is playable in large field tournaments. And then, like, two minutes later, you're like, hey, what Brewers bats do we want to take against bad Sean Manai? (laughs) Do you think think they're going to pull this stunt where Brasso kind of starts or leads off and they play uh, Luke Voigt today? Like, it's, it's... I feel like that might that might be the. I hope they think. play Luke Voigt. That if, helps Manaya. He's yeah. striking out a sixty percent clip. He's terrible. He's worse than Jose Abreu. At least Abreu's single, and this guy's striking out. Well, he's singling now. Abreu was striking out earlier. Oh my god! He, he's upgraded to singles, and yes, yes. Voigt's just not on that level. Voigt has a zero ISO and a fifty-eight percent K rate against left-handed oh pitching this my year. Gosh, man. He has two extra base hits. You know In what? General. You know what? Here's what we do, Stevie. I'm just not worried about Milwaukee. Like, if they if they score a couple runs, I don't think it's going to be anything magnam- magnanimous. Ho- hopefully that's hopefully that's a synonym for big. If not, I just used the wrong word. But magnanimous sounded really good in my head. Uh, Magnificent. 
like huge, like superfluous. Right. Superfluous is like extra over the top. Uh, didn't, didn't mean to get into a literary course here, but yeah, I just I, I'm not playing Milwaukee. If they beat me, they beat me. The guy I'd want to play is Contreras, and he's expensive, so he might be low owned. Um, so it makes a little bit of interest, like a little bit of intriguing. Anderson, another guy that like should be better against left-handed pitching, but he hasn't been. Um, I mean, really, like the guy you're looking at here is probably Joey Weimer hitting last um but he's slowed down a lot too so yeah listen we're not playing like this is why maybe if you're playing the brewers you just stack them you're just like hey Manaya is not great he struggles with walks all it takes is a couple like really timely hits and this stack gets there and maybe yeah. that's how you play the brewers but you don't feel good about it you do not um giants against burns i mean there's so much so much ceiling with the Giants against right-handed pitching, but I don't think I can do it today against Burns. No, 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 not today. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here and have a weekend. Have a weekend. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? So many options, Stevie. I think I think the right call here is the easiest call, and to me, that is Chris Sale at 7,500. All right. I'm really sad that you now that you didn't say Matthew Boyd. Um, <laughs> you missed such a big opportunity there. I'm so disappointed. All right. Um, you know what? Give me Shamanaya. He can still strike people out, and this team strikes out at a massive clip. So give me Shamanaya. Sale was mine too, by the way. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? This, this one is slightly tough because most of these guys, I think, are going to be okay. I'm going to go a little off the board here. I Give me Senga. I just – I'm going off the board with Senga. I'm going to go Zach Wheeler. I think Wheeler is a phenomenal yeah. pitcher, but I also think the, the Red Sox are great at putting the ball in play. Um, so I like it. Over 4,000 to go yard today. Who's hitting a home run? There's so many guys, Stevie. Um, I'm not going to go with one of my homeboys today. I'm going to go a little bit off the reservation. Give me from the New York Mets. No, none other than the polar bear himself. That's what I'm going with. I need him to like go on a home run streak. I got a lot of. Um, a lot oh, of Peter Alonso. I realized I didn't actually say his name. But no, I know people knew who I meant. Yeah, I have a lot of really cool and unique Pete Alonso baseball cards. He needs to like hit like 25 home runs in a month or something. I've got um, his rookies too. Like, come on, guy, just get there for us. I'm sitting on a lot of Vlad stuff too. I need him to continue to do his thing. Yeah, um, I am gonna go Paul Goldschmidt for a home run today because Matthew Boyd is trash. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bet that you like to get two hits today? Give me Jung from Texas. I like it. Um, Chalky Rosario from Atlanta. Contrarian off the board, Nick Prado from the Royals um, is how I'll, I'll answer that question today. Stack to score six or more runs today. Will, who do you got? Atlanta Braves. Let's bring it home. I would say the Cardinals, but we all know they're going to score six. So um, I don't want to say the Cardinals because that's just not fair. 
Give me the Kansas City Royals to score six or more runs today. Um, I think they're really sneaky. I think Texas is sneaky too. Um, so any final thoughts before we get out of here, my friend? Negative, my brother. I had so much fun today. It's I always think fun. It, yeah, I, I think people enjoyed our uh, Kershaw versus Matt Boyd debate. That's going to be a hot topic of conversation around the industry today. So, uh, so glad people we could get they could get in on this before it hit the, hit the streets. Hot yeah, off the I'm, press. I'm going to get Devin to clip it and be like, "Hey, <laughs> this guy on this podcast just compared Matthew Boyd to Clayton Kershaw." Um, I wouldn't do that to you, Will. I wouldn't do it to you. But that is going to wrap it up here for Friday. It's always a blast. Um, you know, talking talking sports with my friends is always so much fun. So hope everyone enjoyed. We'll be back on Monday and hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you then.